0: I can always cut the beginning. It's not a big deal. No,
1: you can't. This is permanent.
0: A friend is a buddy that you love. We bring them on the show to teach us some stuff. And when the show comes to an end, if anyone asks, you must contend. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Jason and Kelsey have friends. All right, welcome to Jason and Kelsey have friends. I'm Jason. I'm Kelsey. And we are two Bay
1: Area Asians learning from our friends. And learn we do, Jason. Every week. Every week we learn something. Every <laughs> yeah. single week we take no breaks
0: and literally every week we start the podcast the same way by talking yeah. about how much we learn every week
1: i learn a lot we're so, literally
0: recording the things that we learn so yeah kelsey yeah enlighten us this week what did you yeah. learn
1: thinking of boys names is so much harder than thinking of girls names whoa yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's totally true think about it i mean Wait. No. So, for okay. folks who don't know, uh, yeah, yeah. Jason, act- Jason, actually, uh, you did help pick out your uh, niece's name, correct? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that—that that I name.
0: came up with it, and it, it got placed in the middle of a very long list, and then the uh, my sister picked that name out of you know all the names on the list.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. But if you but if you think about it. There are so many girls' names that there is very uh, there's a very high likelihood that you only know one of a certain girl's name. Wait, but if you the, think about Is this guys. true
0: though, like there's more girls' names than guys' names?
1: I don't know if this is true, but I just know <laughs> okay, it's really, really so. <laughs> hard. It's very, very hard to think of a very unique Wait, okay. guy's name.
0: Wait, we need to be clear here. Say. You you have a son that you've yes. named. That's correct. Should we announce the the great news on the podcast?
1: I uh, yeah, sure, we could do that. I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, do, want you want me to do it? Oh, okay. It really sounds it. like you're dragging your feet.
0: Here. I don't oh, want to. No, like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine, it's spot fine. Uh, But I, you, you are you and you and Kelly are expecting a, another son,
1: which yes, is so another exciting. Boy.
0: Yeah, another it, boy. It's incredible. It,
1: it is exciting until you have to think of another so, name. So I'm wondering, forward.
0: is it because, yeah, you did all the work and, you th- and you've considered so many boys' names for Quinn that now all the names seem like less interesting, more of a, a rehash just because no. you've already considered so many?
1: It's not. It's honestly, it's just there aren't enough unique guy names out there. Like, I literally, we literally have like five girls' names like queued up. Like, as we were thinking of boys' names, we are like, wow, how great would this name be for a girl? And we're both like, that would be an amazing name for a girl. Okay. And so, it is insanely difficult to name a boy like a unique name. Because like, no offense, but I know several Jasons, which is not, no not a, a an attack on you, Jason. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's just so many more girls names that are so much more but, compelling. Okay. Th-
0: I do feel that there there might be a slight advantage for boys in that you can name them after objects. Like there's a whole host of just like nouns that you can name a boy. Uh, like you can name a boy like Fridge. Yes. But but you can't name true. a girl that, right? <laughs> so, so what I also so started there, to realize maybe there's something there that you can unlock, right? Like, this what is my what son, I thermos.
1: What I actually started realizing is I really like names that are named after professions. So like, yeah, what was it Oh, uh, okay? Like Tanner, so like financier. Yeah, financier. Yeah, it's like very French. Like it's got like a nice little French, a kook, uh-huh. like a little. Ooh, uh-huh. yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. But there were so many names that are named after like professions that i was like oh this is this yeah is nice. yeah like yeah. a lot of a lot of like er names i like
0: hunter yes uh cobbler uh yes. candlestick maker correct uh, correct yeah
1: like jenner like one who uh-huh. gens yeah yeah yeah, you know things like that stuff. so yeah, yeah, yeah it's just been a, it's been a bit of a struggle for, for uh, okay so what's but on the short list here t- I'm, i have no we have the list is zero there's nothing on the list that we can be agree on. Like we can't think of anything. Interesting. I might name my son. Hey, you over there? <laughs>
0: Maybe this is something we possible. can like farm out to to any listeners.
1: That's true. And we like, should best, actually
0: add this as a game. Su- yeah, best listener suggestion. Oh, and we can ask the guests as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then that, that's how we'll do it.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's. You know, uh, listen, this is a lot easier for me to do it that way than to really think of this organically on my own. But yeah, how about like? In any uh, case, it is hot. Very hard pot you're not see Jason that's my point you're you were so good at picking out girls names this is what you're scraping together for a boy's name so this kind of reinforces my stove assertion that is more difficult basket but oh boy but in any case uh, that's what I learned this week Jason what did you learn this week
0: okay so this is something that I'm about to learn because okay. I'm gonna ask this question to you Kelsey oh boy all right and and it's it's especially relevant because this is inspired by a conversation that I that I had with um, the guest that we're going to be speaking with today. Oh, Okay, Kelsey, when when you are included on a group email, yep, maybe it's like an invitation to like some sort of event um, or a party or something. Do you look at the other people who are on that group email, and? what do you do with that information if you do look at it
1: i will i will peruse the list of folks if there is a like mass blast yes and then i will kind of like stack you know what it is i will also look at where i was placed in the email thread
2: that, so like okay. if i was
1: so if i was uh-huh, like uh-huh. you know yep. Yep, number yep, yep. 3 of 12 i'm like okay like this wasn't like a last minute hey let's just throw kelsey's name on there but if I'm like 20th out of 19, I'll be like, okay, well, this was clearly I was a yeah, afterthought. Yeah, yeah. And uh wow. I really need to reassess this friendship. And then I cut that person out of my life, and then am a better person for it, I think. Um
0: wait, this so, yeah. is this is so heartening because that is that is what I would do as well. And I I, just, I wanted oh, yeah. to know if this was like common behavior or not, or if I'm just a weirdo. And yeah, definitely looking at the order of names is very interesting yeah. to me too, especially when, yes. like, if Dora is the fourth name and I'm like the 37th name. Oh, then I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> that like, happens. We weren't even that happens of, like, together. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: that happens way too frequently for me to think, oh, no, that would never happen. Like, that happens enough times where I'm like, Oh hey, we're gonna invite you to like a baby shower, and I'm like, oh, they're like inviting couples at the same time. It's like, oh, look, there's Jen and Jack, and you know uh, Cecilia and Philippe. There's Kelly, and then Dave, and then (laughs) Dave too, and then Vikram, and then like then 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 I show up, like yeah, what what is my relationship with you, mystery person? Yeah,
0: just to just to fill seats, you know, because. I'm telling you, Jason. Sometimes you want the event to feel like 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 there's more bodies in the room. Yes,
1: hundred percent. Okay,
0: great. So I'm I'm glad that we're kind of on the same page here. I'm excited to bring on this guest so that you know maybe he can illuminate a little bit more. Um, So I'd like to welcome to the podcast. He is the principal researcher at Microsoft Research with a PhD in computer science from Carnegie Mellon University. Previously a professor in the College of Information and Computer Sciences at the University of Massachusetts Amherst, he is most known for chasing contextual bandits and giving them a real good reinforcement learning. A former member of Mr. Yuck, Carnegie Mellon's Ultimate Frisbee A-Team, a self-described quasi-hipster tech bro with over... 2,000 citations on Google Scholar, an H index of 28, an I-10 index of 45, and the limbs of a spider. Wearing number one on his jersey and number one in our hearts, it's Akshay Krishnamurthy.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Hey guys, how's it going? I
1: have a couple follow-up questions for you.
2: (laughs) I did not expect that strange introduction but i also have a lot of thoughts about the email thing we can get to that later no that's
1: no let's not get a, to it that's now. not a strange let's introduction go now. what's that's going a, on that's with that.
0: a quality introduction
2: that was a good introduction um okay so that thing came up because natalie my partner looks at these emails and you know sh- she's like looking at people on linkedin and stuff and i like didn't really think to do that but then when we were talking to jason he's like oh yeah i do that with everyone like i'm on a mailing list i look up everyone on linkedin and i see oh uh, where they work and all these crazy things. This is different from what you guys were talking about, where you look at your placement in the order.
1: Well, hold on a second. Right. Quick quick follow up question. Are you being placed on email lists where you don't know everyone on the email list? Because I will I will agree with Akshay on this. I won't like LinkedIn or like Google the people who I don't know on the list to find out a little bit more. Oh, so
0: stuff. you won't do that part of it. i that. No. I, I, so I definitely that. do that.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, sometimes, no, sometimes in...
0: you get invited to a party, and yeah, you, you're friends with the host, but you know they yeah. have other friend groups, you know, other circles. So there's going to be people I don't know on the on the list, and yeah, I I'm definitely going to look invited... them
1: up. I don't get invited to as many parties nowadays. So if this is like an <laughs> odd way to flex on me to say that you're being invited to things, like, shit. Okay. Like I, 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 I don't get invited to things anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, I that's stop. the real reason that, uh, yeah. I brought it up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, to me, I feel like it's a way for me to prepare for the event. You do... Right? You do... It's like
2: background research on all the guests. You on it's an it's event.
0: Background okay. research to, like, you know, I'm, I'm all about preparation, right? Because um, wow. I have this, like, performer instinct. So if I can get, like, a mental model of what the room's going to be like, what the vibe is like, oh, maybe what the conversations are going to be like, then I can be ready to, like...
2: Do you prepare, like... like Do you prepare like things to say to different people? You're like, oh yeah, I know that person works at, you know, J.P. Morgan, so I'll ask him my banking related (laughs) questions. Oh, I would,
1: I would actually ask them a question (laughs) about J.P. Morgan specifically.
0: If I saw, if I saw that someone was working at J.P. Morgan, I would probably just avoid them at the party. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But um,
2: I guess that's important. It's important to do the background work to know who to avoid. Yeah, Yeah, it's always good to prejudge
1: people. Before you actually get to know them, yes. and to only judge them on what their LinkedIn profile looks like, because what I feel like it does is it helps you separate it's, and really keep you to your really narrow focused group of friends. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not like I'm not writing a script, right? I don't have like a whole playbook figured out. It's just it's just a and it's a quick thing to do, just so that I can like set my mind right, and and that and that's it. I'm not doing too much like custom preparation for each guest.
1: I feel like even that level of preparation is too much. That's just a lot of things you do not need to be doing. I feel like I would...
2: I, I'm kind of with Kelsey. <laughs> You're
1: going fast and loose, Jason. You 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 don't even look him off. You asked oh, him organically. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. But but uh, l-
0: let's think about this now. Who's great at a party? I'm great at a party.
1: Hold up a second.
2: Oh, okay. I mean, I think okay. Kelsey is pretty okay, good at a party. You know, <laughs> okay, you know what? You know what? That was... I'm, no, I'm serious. Kelsey, no, I, no, well, no, no. I, I actually I appreciate that.
1: Thank you. Yes. And actually, I did have a, a a slight tangential question before we jump into the topic for today. How do you get to two thousand citations? Of Google? <laughs> like, that's not even like there aren't even. I don't even think I've lived that many days in my life. My math's not as good as yours, but I'm pretty I sure <laughs> I think you have. I uh, think. I agree to disagree. But like, that's insane. That's like. I mean, what is that? How many that's like what five years ish? Six years of like so if you wrote one article a day for two thousand days, like no, just that's to insane. have
0: like two no, no. Go ahead, Akshay. Yeah.
2: It's it's the other way, right? So it's like people cite my paper. I haven't written two thousand papers.
1: Oh I see. But I have oh, written
2: one paper that's influential so a lot of people wow. cited it. which say. is even right. more of a Something like that. of a big That's even deal, more I feel. impressive yeah.
0: to yeah. have to have ideas that 2000 people have validated. Yeah. By by referencing sure. them, yeah. right? Like I don't that's I don't cool, think yeah. I've yeah. ever like told a joke or like told a story that yeah. like, has been shared with anybody.
2: I I <laughs> but I think if you know if you guys get 2000 subs on this podcast, it's basically the same.
1: Uh, one time, I had my wife proofread something I wrote, and so like you could argue that that was read by one person. So I'm kind I, of yeah, almost I, there.
0: Actually, I feel like your your research papers have probably been read by more than two thousand people.
1: Oh, it has well. to be. It's like the right. fi- yeah. it's like the probably, Facebook yeah. invite rule. If you invite like a thousand people, a hundred of them are going to show up, right? It's like that ten percent rule, right? We could presumably say that twenty thousand people have read your papers. That's impressive.
2: Yeah, maybe I don't know. Community is <laughs> <Yeah>. not, <laughs> but community is not that big, right? The machine learning community is getting pretty big. I would say it's more than twenty thousand people now. But yeah, I don't know if twenty thousand people are reading <laughs> like theory machine learning papers. But I was going to say one thing. There's a, there's this thing that people do, which is called like a throwaway citation, where you're like, oh, like this problem has been studied in much prior work, and you just cite like ten papers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you don't actually have to read those 10 papers to like know that they like talk about the same thing as, you know, they're like related are work you, are you, and you just, do, you just throw them. Away. Are you, are you, you eating, know?
1: are you trying to eat some humble pie Akshay? to be like, yeah, you know, like, you know, when they cite 10 papers and I happen to be like the sixth paper that assumes that people <laughs> know your work well enough to be like, yeah, of course, like everyone knows about the Akshay.
2: Well, but, so those lists are often generated from like the previous paper. So it's like, you just take the list from the oh, previous I person. See. And so it's not like you have to like do a lot of legwork to copy a list. Right. Hey, actually
1: like side question. Do you have that on your resume somewhere? I would put that like as bullet number one, I would be like (laughs) 2000 people.
0: He has a tattoo Quote on his me. arm of the date he got the 2000 citation.
1: <laughs> yeah, <citations>. yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I, would, I, I don't have that. I
1: would bring that up in every conversation possible. I'd be like, "Yeah, it's like you know, it's like 2021, which is like 21 more than the number of citations that I've got." You know, like, <laughs> but that's you know, it's just me. I'm just I'm just cited constantly no <laughs> okay
2: yeah I, I don't have i don't have anything like that you know okay wait this is a good tangent i was gonna mention because i don't do this for email lists but i definitely do this for papers i read where i like look up all the authors and i like scrutinize the author order oh really oh <laughs> right? i definitely do this yeah oh boy so it's so it's the
0: same thing it's the same it's like, just, mentality right? it's the same it thing. is yeah
2: it's the same mentality right. yeah i want to know like where's that person yeah. like doing their phd and, wow. and you know yeah why did they write the author order this way? Like who contributed more oh, and all this stuff. But
1: I did that for our graduation list when they were reading folks alphabetically. I was like, wait, hold up a second. How come like, like how come I'm in the C's? But like, you know, and then I start scrutinizing God. the list there. <laughs> no, dumb. we don't do that. You guys don't do that alphabetically? Alphabetical no?
0: order doesn't really confuse me. Yeah
1: yeah alphabetical order is pretty straightforward (laughs) well hold on a second don't but but don't some citations do it in alphabetical order or is that
2: like some people do it in alphabetical order that's true
1: yeah oh i had no idea so
2: that i think is pretty interesting because exactly you don't know who actually did all the work so the the author order is alphabetical but there's probably a student who did like 90 percent of the work and you don't know who the student is right
0: so how do they determine for for people who aren't doing it alphabetically like how do they determine the, the order? Is it pretty uniform?
2: It, it's usually by contribution. So that can be a bit dramatic, but, you know, people discuss like, oh, who did the most of the work and who's the, you know, person who paid for it and didn't do anything. It, you know, Is I it
1: see. not as much by prominence then, Akshay? So like, because I would assume if like, I don't know, Richard Feynman and Fred Student person wrote a paper, (laughs) and Fred student person wrote like ninety percent of it. It would still be like Feynman and student person.
2: No, no, it would be the other way. I think student and Feynman. You? Oh, really? Because okay, like you should think about it. Like maybe there's like an equity angle. Like the student needs more visibility than Richard Feynman. Uh Okay, right. So it's better to have it like cited like student at all. Rather than Feynman at all, you know, because oh, okay. Feynman doesn't need any more fame. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, he's too famous. I would say.
2: Interesting. Yeah,
1: interesting. Kind of like you.
2: <laughs> Jesus. And then,
0: but I'm sure that there's some people who try to like who try to game the system. There's ways to like weasel your yes. your so, yeah, way up. Yeah.
2: Yes. So there's a guy I know who changed his last name. His given last name starts with a wow. Z. And he changed his last name to start with an A, wow. so that when he's on alphabetical ordered papers, he's in the front. Whoa, wow. <laughs>
1: that is a power move. That like, is legally wow. changed it. So. Legally changed it to.
2: I think he. I think he legally changed his last that's name. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or like, like he's he's from China, so when he moved to the U.S. Oh, for grad school, wow. he declared this as his name. And and wow, he, and that's, that's the amazing. stated
0: reason for why he did that, not because he just wanted a different, felt like it sounded better or, or whatever.
2: I don't I think that's the the word on the street is that's that's why he did it. Wow. That <laughs> can you really admit that that's why you did it? Like people- how who are you, how are you going to admit that? Some people
1: right? are pretty bold. But I mean we should bring him on the podcast. Do you that know this some, person? Cuz we can bring him on and yeah. ask him like
2: I don't think we should bring him on and ask him. I do know this person, <laughs> but I don't think I should we should bring him on and ask him. <laughs> We should, like, this is like a sting. Be like,
1: oh, yeah, we're going to talk about machine learning. Why is your last name of the day? <laughs> Tell me.
2: <laughs> Say
1: it. <laughs> my gosh. Well, uh, you know, Akshay, we could talk. I would love to talk to you about all these other topics, but uh, I, we brought you on because you seem to be quite adept at a sport that they call ultimate frisbee.
2: Well, I definitely used to be quite adept, but... Man. I mean, I haven't played for a couple years. I think of years. I
1: remember you playing in high school. If that's if I am,
2: if I can be so bold. Yeah, so we were kind of starting to get into it. Yeah. Um, you know, like my friend Robbie. I guess you guys know him, yeah. right? He was on the cross country team, track team. Kelsey, were you on cross country? or track?
1: I wasn't, but I knew Robbie and I never understood it because he always had very long hair. And I was like, I like the, the theory of you having that big of an Afro and you running cross country for speed. Those seem to be
2: very <laughs> diametrically
1: opposed concepts, but I, you know what? I, yes,
2: I, I agree. So anyway, like he, well, I lived with him for five years in grad school. So we played Frisbee together in grad school and we started playing together in high school. Um, but we were not that serious about it in high school.
1: But then, what? What then? What picked it up? Like, what actually
2: then triggered the, the, the the, the passion? I guess. I think we just joined a team. Like, I I joined a team at Berkeley, but I was like, I started kind of late, and so I wasn't that into it. And then when I went to CMU, it was kind of a place to you know you get like a friend network immediately kind of thing, right? Oh, okay. And so we joined the team, and the team for whatever reason, was, like, really into it. And so we just got really into it, too. Was there, like, leagues and stuff? So,
1: like, uh, this is a, a, in Carnegie Mellon. So was there, like, a, I don't know, uh, you know, did you play against other schools, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So,
2: right. So so there's, like, there's actually several different things. There's the college division. So this is, like, it's not an NCAA sport, but you can, like, imagine it's, like, an NCAA yeah. sport, right? So there's, like, all the schools, like, almost every school has, a club team. Yeah. And the club teams travel around and they compete with each other. And then most big cities have like a rec league where, you know, every season they'll do a draft and people will pick their teams and then the teams will play. And you know, that's all like local. And then most cities also have what are called club teams. So these are just like people who live in the city who want to play together. And those teams also travel around and compete with other city teams. Wow. Man. So like... You know, I played for the Pittsburgh, like one of the Pittsburgh club teams and we would travel to Chicago and play teams from, you know, Minnesota and stuff like that.
0: Wow. Wow. And is is that as pro as it gets?
2: Okay. So that's like, I think what most players consider the like highest level of the competition, but there are also, um, they're called semi-pro leagues now. So, so, you know, all of those college rec and club, you have to pay to play. Like, you know, if we're traveling somewhere, the team itself is paying for the hotels and whatever. Um the semi pro leagues they have funding from outside. Like there are investors who have you know funded the teams and the investors pay for all of the traveling accommodations and stadium accommodations or whatever. But they're not profitable enough where the players can make much money. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So the players kind of play for they pay nothing and maybe they get like 25 bucks a game or something. Okay. Wow. Right. That's like not really the those two are kind of neck and neck thick. the club division the like you know city teams that travel around and the semi-pro league are they like pinnacles of the sport i think wow
0: so so you days. made it to the pinnacle of the sport
2: well i played on like okay so <laughs> not really so within the club division there's like you know they have like a national tournament okay and there's like an entryway into you know there's like a bracket to get into the national tournament so you first play in like it's like called the sectional tournament which is like just a small group of you know a, a small geographic region then you play in the regional tournament and then if you do well in the regional tournament you can make it to the national tournament mm-hmm. so i think you know making it to the club division nationals is like seen as like a crowning achievement wow for a lot of people and i never did that i was very close oh. i think two years i was very close but okay, yeah so you're
0: you're on the cusp of like the highest level
2: on the that's cusp pretty cool. yeah that's
0: basically like the olympic try. like somebody who goes to olympic trials but doesn't go to, make it to the olympics
2: yeah it's it's basically like yeah. that yeah that's impressive yeah okay wait so okay be- for a sport that like very few people play like. <laughs> okay,
0: sure but before <laughs> yeah. i guess before we like get get too deep in the muck of it all like maybe we should have actually just give us a like just a general overview of what the sport even is like i feel like we, we just dove right in um some listeners might not be familiar with, <laughs> with what we're sure. talking about here um i don't even know if i really have like the best understanding of it so yeah what what is ultimate frisbee
2: yeah so okay it's a seven on seven team sport where the main object being used is a a frisbee disc and there's like particular discs that we use and it's kind of like some cross between soccer and football and basketball or something so there's one team that has the disc at any time and one player on that team will be like holding the disc and that player is not allowed to move. So the only way you can move the disc is to throw it to your teammates. Mm -hmm. And so you're supposed to throw it up the field and there's like an end zone and you score a point. If you pass it to someone who's standing in the end zone or who jumps into the end zone. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if the disc ever hits the ground, that's a turnover. That's like an incomplete pass. Okay. And when the turnover happens, the other team picks up the disc and like goes the other way. And there's another end zone on the other side. Uh So in that regard, it's kind of like football where you're trying to like, you know, throw a pass into the end zone, but it doesn't have these plays. It just is like a much more fluid game, more like basketball or soccer. Oh, okay. so,
1: what what kind of what kind yeah. of athletic attributes would you say like a good ultimate frisbee player would need to have?
2: I think very high top speed and very good change of direction and like jumping and those kinds of things. Like like what you would want to be a wide receiver in football or something,
0: because oh, essentially yeah, yeah. every player is a wide receiver, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. So one thing that's like nice about frisbee is that the frisbee moves relatively slowly, like relative to a football, uh-huh. and the nature of the flight of the disc makes it like the game operate in a certain ways, like because the disc moves very slowly, there's a lot of opportunity for like a defender to like intercept from a much wider much wider space. I see. So it's very very important to clear space appropriately so like your teammate can get open. Wait, right. But how do you clear
0: space? What do you mean by that?
2: Right. So there's different like um offensive strategies that people employ. Like kind of they're almost they're like kind of like set plays, but it's like you know in soccer you have like we're going to play four defenders and three attackers and you know whatever oh. and it's kind of like that. It's like we're going to run this sort of positioning formation. of our offense. Yeah, yeah. Formation. Yeah, formation is the right oh, word. Oh, I see. Yeah. And those formations have like very structured ways that, you know, who is supposed to be trying to get open at each at any time and where are they supposed to be like making cuts to get open? It they there, it's actually very structured. It's not like I don't know, if you see people play in the park, they just everyone runs around like a chicken with their head uh-huh. cut off. And that's, that's like a terrible way to play Frisbee. Oh, interesting.
0: Interesting.
1: Well, so the other thing that's, that's also interesting is like the arc of the throw, right? Because you can obviously throw straight. I've seen people throw like this cool, like, uh, like the Tomahawk (laughs) throw or like these like cool, like side throws. Like, is there different uses for all the different, like, I don't even know what it's called, but like the different throws, like. What, what are the benefits and drawbacks?
2: Yeah, okay. So I, you're, I think you're talking about two things. So one is like the release point, like where relative to your body do you release yeah, the Frisbee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think most people who are throwing in the park will kind of like release it like in front of their, right. in front of their body. Yeah. But there's one throw where you can release it very far out to the right. And there's another throw where you can release it very far out to the left. Mm-hmm. And the like obvious benefit is like when you have the Frisbee, someone is going to be standing next to you and they're like defending you. And they're actually going to prevent you from throwing off one of the sides.
0: Can they just take the Frisbee from you?
2: They're not allowed to take the okay. Frisbee, but they are allowed to touch it as soon as it leaves your hand. Oh, okay, okay. So they'll like put their hand where they think you're going to release and you have to make sure not to do they'll that. Try to just oh, right okay. And they'll try to bat it away. Yeah. So there's like, I don't know if there's an analog of this in other sports. It's like they call it a mark and they're trying to prevent. Typically what they do is they try to prevent throws going to one side. And then the upfield defenders try to prevent throws coming to the side. They're not defending.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: So now, like, you know, the mark takes away half the field, and then the upfield defenders take away the other half of the field.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
2: Uh, But yeah, so that's, like, the the immediate one. You need to be able to release the disc from many different points Mm -hmm. so that you can get around um, a marker who's trying to stop you. Right. And then the other one is just, like, there are some defensive strategies that would, You know, having the ability to have different flight patterns of the disc itself just gives you more flexibility when you're trying to, you know, navigate the defense. That's true in like football too, right? Sometimes you want to throw an arcing and sometimes you want to throw like a bullet. Right. Right.
1: Right. But like the football doesn't like, you know, because I've seen frisbees like go up and they come back down. Like I'm pretty (laughs) sure football doesn't do that. So it's like, that's obviously like, does does everyone usually, like any player on the given seven um, team, do they all have to practice throwing? Cause I'm assuming you can all be a quarterback or a wide receiver at any given point in time. So it's like,
2: yeah, certainly. Um, so it's like super important for everyone to be able to throw effectively. Now there are some specializations, but oh. I think if you cannot throw it all, then it's, you're not going to do very well. What are the
1: specializations? <laughs> like, is it like, like, Oh, this is our designated <laughs> thrower
2: who throws it like this.
1: And then there's like another person who throws it like that. Or is
2: it, I think it's more like Okay, so so the game actually turnovers are quite rare at the highest level of the game. Oh. So just... the offense actually has the advantage. And so if you're like if you play defense, it's not very common you will actually have to throw the disc. Oh. Okay. You will mostly be playing defense and you know n- 9 out of 10 points the opponent will score. And then the 1 out of 10 point you'll get the disc and you have to like be very efficient Converted. when you get yeah. the disc. Yeah. So defenders typically have worse disc skills than people who play on the offensive unit. And they do have two different units. Like the, oh, the high level teams have, interesting. have two different units. Oh. yeah,
1: um,
2: But they don't, they don't switch out. So if you, if you start the point, then you typically have to stay on the point. Oh, so if you know, I like a point starts where like the, the defensive team will like kick off to the offensive uh-huh. team. And The seven players who are on the defensive team will typically stay on for the whole point, even if there's a turnover.
1: Oh, I see. Okay,
0: interesting.
2: But just because they don't, turnovers are quite rare. You're gonna put like your weaker throwers on the defensive unit. Right, right. Perhaps. Right.
0: Yeah. So, so if it's after a score, though, you might switch. After a score, you'll switch.
2: You'll typically switch. Yeah.
1: Actually, you kind of alluded to this, but what is the rate of play? Because you were saying that you know comparing it across football, basketball and soccer which are all very different rates of play like like mm-hmm. what is the the topic?
2: Um, Yeah, I th- it's kind of weird. I think it's somewhere between okay, like soccer is this very like high endurance kind of activity, right? right? And football is like this like you sprint for 4 seconds and then you rest for 1 yep. minute. I think it's somewhere in the middle. It's usually like you'll do like 90 seconds of very high in- very high intensity and then you'll get to rest for 3-4 minutes and you'll do that again. Jeez. So at the high levels the points are actually pretty fast. Oh. oh. So you know like you know the kickoff will happen and then the opposing team will score in like five or six throws. Okay. Right. What's like a typical score
1: and, like at the end of the game?
2: Or like I guess what are the
1: like, the time constraints? I'm assuming you
2: Right. So so typically the games are played to 15 points and there's a halftime when the first team gets to 8. Uh. And there are some time caps. So the way typically m- most frisbee is played is Through these tournaments. So you'll get like 20 teams will come to one big field complex and they'll set up pools of four or five. So you'll play like everyone in your pool on the first day. And then based on performance in the pools, you'll go into some bracket play. And because they're running in this tournament structure, the timings are very tight. So they'll say, okay, games are like played to 15, but you only have 90 minutes. So if at 75 minutes, it's like whoever scores two more points will win or something. Like you know whoever's ahead if they score two points they win the behind team has to get to that total they'll change the like the final cap
1: oh interesting total. so it's kind of like oh, it's yeah. kind of like tennis where there is a set like first po- first team to this number of points but then they can also yeah. use it if the time is becoming more that's interesting exactly oh. i don't know any yeah. of this actually
2: story. i think um tennis in terms of rate of play tennis is pretty reasonable like a typical point in tennis is like maybe 30 seconds to 1 minute like a mm-hmm. longish yeah, point yeah. right yeah so it's maybe a little bit longer than that on oh, average Interesting, but but it's i think a bit more intense because you typically like okay so the, the way it starts is like you know the defending team will kick off to the opposing team and you like start by like all the defenders like sprint down to their side of the field mm-hmm. so the first thing you do is like a 70 yard sprint yeah. and then you play your point, which will be like a couple more like 25 to 50 yard sprints and then the point will be over right
1: sounds exhausting i'm not gonna lie you, this sounds like <laughs> this sounds exhaust. like i mean that's the worst of both worlds it's like you kind of have to constantly yeah. be running but then you're also explosively moving i'm like this like is your cardio like off the hook are you just like are you just like running like
2: not anymore you know? but it used to be yeah what would you do to, it used to be high so,
1: like what would you do to, to train because i'm assuming there's like the throws and the technique but like would you like cross train would you like you know go to the gym. And yeah, just like... so
2: when I yeah, when I was playing for CMU, we would do like one team track workout every week where we would basically just run like tons of 400s. Oh, right? Uh, so we would do like every every 3 minutes you do one 400 and you're supposed to do them all as fast as you can. Oh my God. Right. But you do you do 12 and you start every Holy 3 minutes, smokes. right? Something like this. Oh. And and so we would we would do track workouts like that. We do 400s, 200s and then like shorter sprinting like 40s and 20s or something. Um and then we would also lift.
1: Whoa. Because I think
2: it's... Wow. Because there's lots of change of direction, yeah. you do need to have your muscles ready for that kind of stuff. It's different from track running. What What right? exercises
1: would yeah. you do to like to work different parts?
2: Mostly lower body. Like oh. squat, deadlift. Okay. Yeah. It, like Olympic lifting
1: stuff. But now like upper body? Because like I assume like the... Thr- like Actually, another question. What are the functional muscle groups that are involved (laughs) with a good thrower because what i'm here because i would have assumed it would be like a lot of upper body
2: so a lot of like far throwing is actually generated from your core so you actually rotate your whole torso and you get like a lot of energy from the rotation Uh so you do need like good like i think lat muscles and then core and lower body like you you rotate your hips and everything okay i think that's where a lot of it comes from and then I think for like the more technical stuff, it's actually a lot of your wrist. Like oh. you're supposed to get a lot of snap with your wrist. Oh, wow. Um, so, so that's, that's like, so you're doing type.
0: like wrist exercises too.
2: I never did that, but I think people might. Oh Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so that might've pushed me over to the, yeah the yeah, you would have made
0: nationals <laughs> if you did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: No, Akshay, follow up question. Do you have a six pack, an eight pack, or a ten pack? Where are you on the spectrum
2: right now? I just have like a two. Okay. (laughs) You have two. You have a two.
1: (laughs)
0: How's the two oriented? Is it like uh one on top of the other or is it like a hamburger or a hot dog?
2: I which one uh hamburger. This one horizontal. (laughs) I don't know. Oh hamburger, I don't have any (laughs) I don't have good core anymore. Yeah.
1: Man, that's insane.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean I haven't been playing I kind of stopped playing in like twenty fifteen. So it's been Was, a was it was it injury yeah.
1: related or just, you know, you know, obviously being a principal uh researcher in machine learning, I'm sure like that probably got in the way of, you know, a lot of your athletic uh, It, um, it, it was it. a
2: little bit more about just moving. Like I left Pittsburgh, I moved to New York. In New York it's like ridiculously hard to play because there's like no space. Oh. And getting you know, getting 20 people to a field like the fields are like one hour away, and you get twenty people on a weeknight to go to the field. They're like, no, I'm not going to do oh that. God. Right? How
1: do you? How do your so, parents feel about your choice to pursue this? You know, machine learning career when you really could have been following this like athletic, <laughs> especially trajectory with the, that yeah, would especially have especially with really, the
0: development of a semi pro league where you could like yeah. make some money doing it. Yeah, what are your you can make
1: thoughts? upwards to twenty five dollars per game. <laughs> like, how do your yeah. parents feel about that? Like. <laughs>
2: I mean, I think they're pretty happy. They are <laughs>
1: but, okay. But, hey, you know what? That's like fifty Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? It's important to keep in mind though, tax, because it's like a right. dollar ten. Guys, come on,
2: that's how they get. Yeah, pay you that government. The so it's it's like it's like forty five or something. Roughly, yeah,
1: fine. Okay, yes, we, we get yeah. it. Your math is very good, Akshay. Okay, just very quick math.
2: You're. A... I just I just made that up, but yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm very self conscious about my math because Akshay is on. I'm like I gotta do my math really fast now.
2: So, so Kelsey's saying Jason's not good at math. Yeah, you should <laughs> yes. be feeling that all the time. Yeah, my math game is strong. Your math, what? <laughs> Jason? Don't you teach math?
0: You literally teach yeah. math, Kelsey. Okay. Oh, re- okay, really quick, really. I, I Forty-five tried, times two. I try 45 times two. Uh, 90. I try not to do math around Kelsey because I know he's yeah. self-conscious about it. So I'm, I'm just that's a good true. Player. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: Just, yeah. 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 I see. So I, I should also tone it down. Well, yeah, you should we the... should really
1: steer away from all the machine learning that we're talking about, because I feel very self-conscious about that as well. So yeah.
2: Kelsey's about to self Okay. Yeah. So okay. Uh,
1: actually what do you miss most about it? Actually, just to go back to redirect. Um, what do you miss most about Playing First Because it did sound like you played from grad school till twenty fifteen? That's like
2: No, that was basically all of grad school. I basically played like yeah, 2008 to 2015, which is like Man. two years in undergrad and then my five years it, in grad it, do school. Do people
0: like age out of playing? Is, is that basically what's happened, or could you play into an old? I
2: think a lot of people do, and then there's some kind of like like lifers.
0: But but you don't you don't have a so, hankering to to go back to it.
2: I think I kind of miss the community aspect. So you know you spend so much time with your team. You know you eat meals with them after practice. You train with them in the gym yeah and i think like the the way a lot of the team sports works is like you know you spend so much time traveling and doing all these things with your teammates yeah that's kind of a cool thing you don't always get like if you play in like a you know like when i was an undergrad i would play like pickup soccer with like you know a bunch of kids yeah, and we yeah. would you know we would play and we'd like go to dinner or whatever but it's just not the same yeah. like i don't talk to those people at all. Oh, interesting. Right, right. right
0: do you think it's something yeah. about the sport that attracts a certain type of person that that leads to that sort of no i think
2: career. it's about like yeah. like a massive amount of time yeah it's like the investment like i would never i would never imagine driving like 12 hours with people to play pickup soccer but i have for whatever reason done that to play frisbee oh, okay right
0: because that's the only way to so, really play it is to have to put in time. that's just problem.
2: what happens when you get like really competitive about it you have to drive somewhere yeah, you know likely. like if you live in pittsburgh and the season starts in february so you have to drive to north carolina to play and You know that's just the way the way goes.
1: The the way that actually the way you're describing ultimate frisbee is the same way I feel like people talk about rugby in college. Like,
2: yeah, this whole Uh, thing where
1: there are leagues. That's a vibe. There are, and it's, and I think it's like a niche enough sport where it's like when you find like-minded folks who are willing to commit like time and like like travel funds and like all these things to do it. Like you probably create friends that you'll you'll remain friends with for the rest of your life like it's i feel like when it's when it comes to those very niche sports like there's something stronger there than just like a oh we're gonna play a pickup game of basketball you know it's something that everyone can do so like you can meet like a random group of people and just play that sport rather than like you can't really randomly meet people playing ultimate frisbee because they're probably very you know specialized or very specific on on that skill
2: I think that's a good point because there's no money in the sport, so that's like a very it's a very pure. People who play the sport are doing it for very pure reasons, oh. and like, I think that's not necessarily true for basketball and soccer. Well, soccer in the U.S. is not that much money in it, but yeah, you know, yeah. like a lot of the big sports, like people start them really early. They get really competitive. They know there's money in it, so it's you know people play frisbee because they love it, not for any other reason, right? And I think that's probably true about rugby as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Rugby sounds dangerous. Yeah, seriously.
1: Is there yeah. is there a, a like a movement because I know that one of the more popular things to do is to try to get sports into the Olympics. Is there a similar movement to try to get ultimate frisbee in the Olympics?
2: Yeah, um, I think it's likely to happen. Really? As oh, far wow. As I, yeah.
0: If, oh, boy. yeah. If it were to happen, would you so, get back into it?
2: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, climbing is in the Olympics.
0: Oh, oh yeah. So is that
1: why? Is,
2: yeah. Is that why you do it? <laughs> Yeah, that's why I do climbing. I mean it for the money. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> the Money in the yeah. game. No, seriously. God. I mean, uh, the time climbing is pretty is pretty insane. Yeah. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. They're like they're they're crazy. like spider yeah. monkeys crawling up, up a walls. wall. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. insane.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like crazy stuff about climbing. And that that is definitely one. The free soloing is definitely one. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Would you
1: do that? Have you done that before, actually?
2: Would no. you ever do that? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Oh gosh. I'm i'm a not good enough b don't want to kill myself Oh, yeah, oh okay driving. well yeah that yeah. makes sense that's up yeah
1: <laughs> i can't believe it i just like I, I i actually think it's very admirable to like take something that you liked all the way back in like undergrad and then just extending it out all the way to like into grad school i can't even imagine anything i picked up during undergrad that i continue to do now i mean like i
2: i, I wait really you don't think there's anything you like Found that you love doing, and you kept doing it for the. I've
0: been I've been trying years. to think of parallels in my life, and the only thing that's come up is uh is a cappella singing, um, it, but it's just not as cool. <laughs> yeah, Cause, right. Because I'm not like running 400 yard like sprints and like getting ripped yeah. and like building my core so I can like throw a frisbee down a field real fast. Like
2: you see, that's how it's not cool. What I'm doing is also <laughs> not cool. <laughs>
0: I just realized, like really? the more the more I described it, the less cool it got. But but you are yeah. building like a a foundation of like health and fitness, that's true. Which, which is important.
2: Yeah, yeah. But but I yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, like Jason, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like you are really into acapella. You have made lifelong friends from it. Yep. You didn't you live with the acapella group at Penn?
0: Uh, it's, I did not personally, but th- th- we had a house where where a bunch of the guys lived together uh oh really so that was like the vibe and then after college i like continued to pursue it um oh wow there you go
1: (laughs) (laughs) But but that's cool i you know i always kind of like that when people are like yeah i've been doing this for you know since i was 18 and you know like there's like a there's like a personal connection that i guess you make because it's like you make friends and you kind of make these connections
2: oh yeah so okay wait let's go back to frisbee so at the lower levels people cannot complete basic like you know (laughs) standing still throwing and catching wow. and so it's a disaster like the, the sport okay it's a the sport is terrible to watch <laughs> the sport is terrible to watch with mediocre people and if it's windy wow okay or if it's windy sorry oh that if is it's windy true. even yeah, the yeah, highest yeah. level people cannot play to save their lives interesting okay. if people are mediocre they can't complete basic throws and catches so you can't get to any like you know strategy or like excitement hmm. in the game. It's just, like, people turn over, you know, make dumb mistakes and, and turn the disc over, right?
1: Does that mean, like, the like more temperate weather tends to create better teams or no?
2: I think it's actually the opposite because the people who play, who practice in, like, the crazy conditions, uh, okay. like, Teams from Minnesota are like quite good. Oh, interesting! Right, and it's because they train in like the snow and the sleet and all these crazy things. And then when they come to a place where it's nice, like they can just like throw perfectly. Oh, interesting! And if it is windy, they're still doing okay when everyone else cannot do it. Oh,
1: I see. I see. So like the Siberian team is like off the like they're just the best. They're just you know.
2: So actually, there is a tiny school in like northern Minnesota. It's called Carlton College, and it's like kind of like a hippy dippy school, but they have like a hilariously good ultimate frisbee really wow people who play ultimate in high school are like yeah i want to go to carlton so i can play ultimate there
0: wow yeah that's so interesting so
2: and they like they're very good they like so the state
0: of minnesota is kind of like the the mecca for the sport it's it seems
2: i think nowadays north carolina is actually the mecca but that's like because of people giving back to the community Uh, like there's a bunch of people who live there who play at the high level who work with youth programs and stuff oh, like that interesting. and get the kids to play. Um, so Seattle, I think Seattle Bay area, North Carolina and like Boston are like the, the top four hubs. And then Minnesota has like Carlton. Oh, okay. And Carlton is very good. Do yeah. You,
0: would you ever consider like going into coaching? Cause I mean, it sounds like you have strong feelings about the quality of play at that, at an amateur level. But, um, <laughs> Is that something that would be of interest?
2: I would consider it, but I probably wouldn't do it in New York. Would you? Would you like? It's, would you teach little yeah. Xander
1: how to play ultimate frisbee when you're raising your hypothetical children?
2: Yeah, if they want to. Right. Yeah,
1: but only if they want to. You're yeah. not gonna like force it upon them.
2: I don't think I would push them into. It. I think it would be cool to have kids who right. are interested in team sports. But um, like Natalie never did team sports, and like now I rock climb, which is not really team sports. Right. So it's like we're not really sure where we go on it but interesting i think there's definitely some value in learning how to play 100 agree with you like there's just like a
1: dynamic thing that you learn like it's just playing with others and yeah like what do you
2: think i would definitely
1: uh, want my my wife i mean my wife and i've talked about that and we're just like yeah
0: what do you think uh, natalie's um, lack of experience with team sports like how has that like warped her
2: (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't say Uh, warped (laughs) What is? What do you think is like? It's just different, right? Like, yeah, I don't even know what like what the consequences are, right? Okay. Yeah, it's hard for me to say. Okay, cool. Yeah, good answer. Well, <laughs> good answer. Wow. Well,
1: with that, a well, nice little ending on that. The uh, the indictment of people who don't do team sports. Um- Wait, Jason, did you play a team sport?
0: Um, yeah. So I played a lot of like youth sports.
1: Yeah. You know, soccer, yeah.
0: baseball, basketball.
1: There was like I wish I was really good at like one of those things like a thing like oh I was like really good at basketball. Kelsey, like really you're at...
0: you're really good at being yourself.
1: Oh, thank you. That's yeah. that's not going to pay me twenty five dollars a <laughs> game, Jason.
2: But that's Kelsey, not I topic. think you were really good at water polo, and I, it, this is the same thing. Like...
1: I was not that good. I, I I appreciate that. I was really not that good. I was very very okay at this game.
2: I just remember all the water polo bros were like really intimidating to me in high yeah, school. You guys really? Were all huge like, and jacked. Yeah, yeah. All the
1: Asian, Chinese, skinny bros. Yeah.
0: yeah. You guys would all walk was... around so aggressively with just Speedos and like those huge parkas because you were all like. Walk around you thin. Yeah. The huge oh. parkas make
2: you look like that more jacked than you. What were. you
0: would
1: do is you would stuff it with towels so you look even broader. <laughs> <of> no. <laughs> yeah
2: i just remember seeing four parkas across yeah, yeah it's, you know the it's because we
1: needed to stay warm because we had nothing underneath that was it was purely functional it wasn't like we were gonna we were like hung out together it was like oh it's like 50 <laughs> degrees right now and it's very cold fair enough we're gonna cut this out. we're gonna cut this out to make I mean, it we're obviously sense. cutting all this but uh um. yes a lot of it's gonna cut
2: i'm very curious about what gets cut and what doesn't because it's all kind of honestly honestly a lot of this is getting cut
1: (laughs) oh no this is fun though i I, listen i like the tangents personally it was great oh yeah yeah no this is this is a lot
0: of fun all right um this part's not getting cut us talking about how fun this is
2: yes all right so that's what I'm saying. Which part gets cut and which part doesn't? Because this part is about as silly as the previous part. The best part, part Akshay, so.
1: is you're about to find out. What if we leave all the silly things and all the serious stuff out?
2: You don't know? You could just leave all the silly things in. And like four, but you're not going to get 2,000 citations
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: That's Solid harsh. flex, Akshay. Hey, listen, wow. listen.
1: As someone who got 2,000 citations, trying to impart some wisdom, don't F this up, you guys. Because... You got to keep it tight. got to keep it tight that's <laughs> keep it tight that's very good advice
0: that is life advice for sure that is Gotta very good tight. advice. all right so in the spirit of keeping it tight uh akshay we just learned so much from you about ultimate frisbee um uh, and as with all great lessons it's time for a pop quiz all right so that's right we're gonna, we have some activities planned uh to challenge your mind uh see if you've been paying attention and see uh just how much you know about frisbee and and other subjects. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. All right, so first activity is like called that. either or. All right. So, I'm going to give you two options and all you have to do is just pick one, all right? First pair for you. Tel Aviv or NYC.
2: NYC.
1: Why Tel Aviv? Actually, I'm interested in that. Just a quick follow-up question.
2: Oh, I spent one summer there in college. What'd you think? Oh, it was great. I really enjoyed it wow. quite a bit. But my like adult life has really been in NYC. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So that was like you know just like in terms of total amount of time spent, I've spent far more time here than
0: there. Okay, okay.
2: but I would want to go back. Ooh, okay. That's
0: not what I expected you to say, just because I remember you coming back from that summer and. I don't know if this is going to make, make the final cut, but Nobody. you correct me if I'm wrong. The people that are very attractive in Tel Aviv.
2: Uh, That's true. Okay. That's okay, true. Great.
1: All right. Did, did you meet your partner in Tel Aviv? No.
2: Okay. No, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. Uh... This is going really well.
1: <laughs> just want to let everyone know this. Is... Wait, I thought this was rapid fire. Is, There's not supposed is, to be like fire. two
2: minutes of just kind sure. inter- of. I, I didn't know. I was interested. I don't know.
0: It's rapid fire in that you don't have to put too much thought into answering, but we may have follow up questions. All right. Okay. Yeah, next. That up. makes sense. Indoor indoor bouldering or outdoor
2: bouldering. Indoor bouldering.
0: Wow, interesting. So is this another thing where it's like you mostly do indoor bouldering, so that's the one that you're picking?
2: Yes, but there's more to it, I think. So first of all, indoor bouldering is far more convenient in terms of like how much time you have to put into like actually get a workout. Outdoor bouldering is like you go there for the whole day and like you're not really that tired at the end. You know? So Ooh, shots wow. fired at the at least, outdoor. At least the way that community. like I out, okay, I don't outdoor boulder that Woo! much. The other thing is okay, maybe like I'm I'm kind of a wuss. So outdoor bouldering, the falls are much more dangerous. Oh. and I haven't really gotten used to falling outdoors. So falling indoors, you know, they put lots of pads, it's very like, you know, you just fall and you fall mm. and it's fine. But uh, it takes okay, some getting okay. used to, I think, on the outside. Interesting. Oh, I sad.
0: assume that outdoor bouldering, like an element of it is just like communing with nature right just like yeah
2: so that part i think i i quite like but it i'm not always in that mindset sometimes i'm like i just want to go like train for one hour and then like do something else yeah
0: okay yeah cool great all right uh ted chang or Liu zixing
2: oh the second one
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah the so second cool. one jason
2: everyone knows the second one's the best one the i think two. i know who that is but yeah i do like ted, ted chang though but
0: okay cool I, I actually i haven't read any i've only read ted chang and i'm a i'm a big fan
2: oh you should read three body I'm problem the trilogy Dead. it's excellent
0: do you think i would understand it yeah <laughs> i'm afraid that
2: it's like a hard text no <laughs> oh it's not no <laughs> oh okay. you should read it <laughs> Okay. There's no it. like right. math equations in there. Okay. It's like it's like there is some like physics problem, but like he explains it to you in a way that like it's a very accessible physics problem. You know?
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. All right. Yeah. Kelsey, let's read it together.
1: Sure. I definitely know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> okay,
2: cool. All right. Wait, do you know who the second person is?
1: <laughs> I feel like I've heard of the three body problem, yeah. but I'm not gonna I'm gonna go ahead and choose to not engage on this one. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Berkeley. Or Carnegie Mellon? Probably Berkeley. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Right. Be- because of Top Dog?
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely Top Dog. <laughs> okay. okay,
1: cool. Ugh. I mean, by far the best hot dog place ever. Better than any like food truck hot dog yeah. place. Better than like. Especially just any like so you know, much... kitschy
2: food truck. It makes me I mean, so who mad. to would do that. Why would someone even <laughs> try? <is> <laughs> Why would
1: anyone even think to do that? Why? Why even try to mess? Why even there? bother? That
0: form no, no, that. no. All good points. All good points. <laughs> Maybe it would have been helpful if you told me those points earlier yeah. in my life. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> double E or CS?
2: Oh, CS for sure.
0: Oh, interesting. That's because that's what you do primarily. That's
2: what I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. and yeah. I think oh, okay. CS
2: is it's it's more relevant these days. I think
0: oh interesting Ooh, yeah okay. all right so not to within- not to oh, completely
2: God. bash doubly but I, I didn't mean to do that but doubly is still important no, no, no. yeah
0: <laughs> that's fine bash away all right so we're here now this is the most important one jason or kelsey
2: <laughs> i don't want to answer <laughs> well i think i know jason a bit better but i like hanging out with kelsey Ooh. every time i've hung out with him oh! yeah. wait,
1: wait, wait 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 okay
2: I mean, I know not Jason kidding. a lot better. By the way, but, so, yeah. yeah, Okay, yeah. so,
1: so he but that, me. you know what the fact that he knows you better, yet I am fairly neck and neck with you. That <laughs> That's, says something.
0: those are not his words. <laughs> that says <laughs> those are a those lot are not it. his words. He says he those enjoys he's enjoyed every time his his he's hung words. out with you.
1: What it means is, per hangout, he likes me better, but he just has more time with you. It's like <laughs> you might be like you might have more history, but like pound for pound. When it's like uh-huh, per interaction, uh-huh. he's, it's he's, kind of like parts per square inch. You know what I mean? Chosen, it's like, he's chosen to know me better. He's forced himself to know you better because of what you forced him to do. Yes, I will say it. <laughs> All
0: right. So so this rapid fire game took forever to complete. Took, um, took conservatively
1: 20 minutes. <laughs> so um, now, now
0: on to the second of 35 yes. other activities we have planned. Uh, yes.
1: Kelsey, please. Yes, so Akshay, our next game is called Top 5. So in a more (laughs) rapid-fire sequence, uh, what are your top five tips for throwing a frisbee?
2: Okay, snap your wrist. Very important to get a lot of rotation from your wrist. Okay. Try different... Like ways to throw. Like you can throw the backhand on the left side of your body. You can throw the forehand on the right side of your body. You got to experiment with these things. Um, if you're interested in playing ultimate properly, it's very important that you actually pivot and like step your feet. You know, step one foot out so you can get further away from the mark. There's different angles with which you can release the frisbee. You can like tip the edge up, tip it down. You can tip the front up and down. You should try all those things. They make a difference in the wind and um i would actually like watch a lot of people throwing and try to mimic what they're doing because oh. that's a good way to like learn oh, how to do stuff
0: wait oh. so, so if you're like just casually throwing a frisbee around with some friends right yeah i think there's an expectation that everybody needs to throw it like in front of their body in in why in- So that's what I'm wondering, right? Is that, so what you're saying is that like certain people might be more adept at throwing it other ways and that's like totally okay.
2: Yes. I would say when you're throwing casually with your friend, the worst thing to do is to make them chase the disc rolling on the ground, like over and over again. Uh Got it. So don't do that. (laughs) Right. When, when you're throwing with your friend, keep it to what you know. And then maybe like when you're throwing with like your best friend, you can like make them chase it around right
0: okay is there a way to practice throwing a frisbee without having another person uh
2: yeah like at some point i had like 15 frisbees so i would take them all and throw all of them you know
0: oh okay so would you throw them into a net then or you just throw them? sometimes
2: you throw them into a net sometimes you just like throw them like you know 20 yards and then you like go to the other side and you throw them all back or something
1: oh Oh, like placement like accuracy versus precision and stuff nice that's such a very cool
0: that's such a sad scene to picture. It's pretty sad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sad. When I come home, I like didn't have someone to train with. And so I would just go to the high school and like throw a bunch of discs. Sad, right? <laughs>
1: we will, we <laughs> will throw with you next time you come back. Out. Yeah, you could have just called this us. This cannot stand. This cannot stand. I can't be a th- Oh, boy. <laughs> well, actually, those are all very good tips. Now this game is actually a head-to-head game, so this is going to be you versus Jason, and this game is called Fact or Fiction Frisbee Edition. So to start with, I'm going to read you this statement, and you tell me whether that's true or false. Frisbee is said to have originated from Frisbee Chicken Pot Pies metal pie tins. True or false? That's false.
2: <laughs> Wait, does Jason know the answers? He doesn't. No, no I don't. I don't. <laughs> You're worried? I, I think that's false. I don't know where it came from, but I think it's false.
1: The answer is false. Nice. Frisbee is said to originate from Frisbee pie metal pie tins, not chicken pot pie, pie. Like pie.
0: Okay. Dessert pies. Great. So yeah. that's true. Like, that's actually it's interesting. pretty specific, but
1: yeah, yeah. it is specific because I thought you, I, I thought you understood like the history, you know, like yeah. true. No. <laughs> true ultimate <laughs> Frisbee savant. <laughs> All right. Well, if you don't know the history, this next question is going to be right up your alley as well. Statement two. Modern Frisbee stems from a redesign from Fred Morrison in 1955, which was later improved in 1964 to be more accurate and stable when thrown.
0: True. False.
1: The answer is true.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 1964. Yeah. Never forget it. <laughs> yeah, he just... Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Wait, so I
2: have a question two. about the true/false. If there's a single fact that's incorrect, then the whole statement is false. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> that's correct. All right, all right, <laughs> all right,
1: all right. Statement three: Frisbee derives its name from Pi founder Ferdinand Frisbee, who was actually knighted as a commander of the British Empire.
2: True or false? That sounds that's true. False. <laughs> that sounds Whoa, true. Whoa,
0: really? That sounds true. <laughs>
1: No, that's definitely false. It's
2: so ridiculous; it has to be true.
1: <laughs> the answer is false. I don't know who Ferdinand Frisbee Man. is. And it's very, <laughs> Ferdinand very, Frisbee, Akshay. Very made up. Wow. Hey,
2: Ferdinand is also perhaps a good name for your kid.
1: Yeah. You know, I was thinking that when I was typing that out. Akshay, you and I we're like a we're like vibing right now.
2: Ferdinand is the name of the I pug like that it. lives next door.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Man, a lot of dog-based names I feel like are very, very attractive to me. <laughs> All right. Uh next statement. Frisbees and flying discs are kept airborne by creating lift through the spinning caused by a throw combined with the shape of the disc.
2: True. True. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, that was <laughs> okay,
1: very cool. True. Yeah,
0: all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay,
1: good. Yeah. I like how you guys are like hesitant a bit. Yeah, but, because uh, you,
0: you, you've you set up the game in this way. This is what, yes, you, I have. This is
1: what I want, you've created. Listen, I said at the beginning, this is going to be a very stressful interview. Yeah. And I have not lied yet.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, good. Um, well, actually, great job. Uh, you Wait, was that the last it? one? That was the last one. Jason, oh, so you got them all right. Yeah, you got them all right. Good job, Jason.
0: That's the first time I've gotten them all right. So, great work to me um sorry akshay for that embarrassing defeat uh up next we have make your case right so we're going to give you 30 seconds to defend
2: this given topic all right okay this one sounds this one sounds stressful
0: (laughs) unlike some of you
2: i didn't do speech and debate we are (laughs)
0: ratcheting up the stress What? here's the topic
2: we should be worried about ai oh i don't think that's true (laughs) <laughs> am i can i why? refute it
0: <laughs> yes why no why? no 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 you cannot no you cannot that's that's <laughs> <What>? why <laughs> that is why that's the given topic so you have you have 30 seconds i think the only
2: part game. of in the in the short term the only part of ai we should be worried about is the part where it doesn't work well not the part where it's like too good okay so it certainly is problematic that it doesn't work well because i mean that's like a big topic of like the machine learning community where we're worried about it like reinforcing inequities and injustices when you mm-hmm. think about using them for policing or loans or whatever but the long term it doesn't really matter because climate change is going to be the end of us all so that the, we should not be scared of like two sentient ai salt you know taking over the world because it's just not going to matter <laughs>
1: Wow, that's my thirty-second yeah. pitch.
0: <laughs> that is, that wow. was like pretty much exactly thirty <laughs> seconds.
1: Wow, Akshay, you you took something I was normally worried about, and then you went ahead and took something else that I should be even more worried about to supersede the thing that I was initially worried about. That's yeah, that's, that's, right. that's some skill. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, right. Wait, but but now I'm, I am curious though, because why should we not be wor- worried about AI becoming so good that it like destroys humanity? Like, outside just because of climate, ai just is so Earth.
2: bad like i think that's that's like not actually a oh. short-term thing like you know people have been promising self-driving cars for like the last 10 years and like they're still 10 years away right so it's like yeah so
0: you don't think there will be a point where it'll improve and become that good
2: i think it's plausible but i just don't see it happening in the next like 40 years right i see and so we're gonna have much bigger problems in 40 years than that right okay we- yeah
1: are you sure you didn't do speech and debate actually because that was that was a pretty good answer yeah that's really i like solid. that answer yeah,
2: yeah. yeah that i didn't do speech time. and debate but i have thought about this that before so good. yeah
0: okay cool all right I so great work thing. with that up next is the discomfort zone so we're gonna see how much you know about something outside of your comfort zone it is something that has to do with the origin of the frisbee from uh the previous game Trans frisbee so Frans, yeah, fr- frisbee. Oh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand, Ferdinand. Fris- it's
1: Ferdinand Frisbee. Yeah, it's <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Ferdinand Frisbee, CBE, Commander of the British Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
2: I believe so, it's Sir um, Ferdinand Frisbee. Yeah.
1: I listen. I think he might have been a duke because he's not a British subject. So.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> uh, wow. So oh, that that's actually that's real knowledge there. That's nice. All right. So that's along right. those lines, in just two sentences, what is a pie weight and why is it useful?
2: I I think I have an idea. Okay, a pie weight is used to blind bake a pie crust, so that when you put liquid into the pie, it doesn't leak through. Oh! Ho, ho.
0: Wow! Wow! Wow!
2: Is you, that what a pie I mean, weight you, is? It, it,
0: it, you're, that's you're, like you're, it's half it's half of what it is. But I'm just like <laughs> so shocked that you actually said the word. That's
1: blind. Bake. You literally said. <laughs> Did he say blind? Because ba- there's like an explanation.
0: Yeah, we and have, it literally we have says in the first line. The first sentence is blind baking. Yeah.
2: So yeah, that's because wow. I watch Great British Baking Show. They do it all the time.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: Jason. <laughs> Jason. That's the only
2: reason I know what a blind bake is. That, I've literally never done that, that before.
1: <laughs> that is impressive. Oh, wow. But they they
2: actually don't call it a pie weight. They call it they call these beads. They just put these beads in. They're they're beads. Yeah, They yeah, call yeah. them yeah. Yeah, so, oh, yeah.
0: so the idea is, yeah, when you're blind baking the crust, which means you're baking it without the filling in it, the weight prevents the crust from forming air pockets. Oh, and it oh prevents okay. it shrinking. that's interesting. So, that's so cool. it weighs the dough down. And then that way, when you do add the filling, you know, afterwards, everything's good.
1: Wow, that's fascinating. No, Actually, no I think bubble. you just took the win that Jason had earlier <laughs> and just went ahead and took it back somehow
2: both of you like both of your mouths were just like open I was just I was like, like oh, yeah. wow I think I got it <laughs> yeah. I was
1: like is this I was like is this common knowledge like is this yeah that was amazing that was awesome
2: I felt I right. was in the discomfort zone though so that's was, I yeah. mean
0: great I'm glad yeah all right so <laughs> this last activity we have is called won't you haiku so it's a collective effort And together we're gonna write a haiku about ultimate frisbee,
2: but like haikus are supposed to be very like natural and you know.
0: Oh! 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 Wow! (laughs) Akshay is trying to respect the form. Yeah! 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 Wow! It's about nature. Yeah. Generally, the topics are about nature. No
2: matter how well you set it up, Akshay, we're gonna gonna ruin it with the. So I do the first one.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, spinning through the air.
1: Unlike outside bouldering, <laughs> the
0: beautiful throw—that's go pretty good. Is that, that good? Was not bad? Pretty good. Yeah, I was trying wow. to match the the actual haiku theme, which is not something yeah. we've tried before with any other guests because nobody else has ever actually. That up. No,
1: no joke. I think that was the best haiku we've actually come up with because our haikus have historically been fairly bad
2: <laughs> that was the and first i time will admit actually felt mostly
1: poetic. driven by me
2: i feel it's like a lot of stress just to get the number of syllables you know you're like the first thing you think of oh, that yeah. has the number of syllables like yeah i'm going with that <laughs> like
0: oh yeah, yeah. No, we've, we've yeah. messed that I, up before
2: we've we have yeah.
0: finished a whole haiku patted ourselves on the back and then thought about it some more and realized that we totally messed up the <laughs> syllables <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. that's amazing <laughs> that
1: all was right. great i was i was actually very impressed with that one great work i
0: mean yeah. I, i'm well, not gonna say i'm too surprised right like when it comes to pop quizzes i'm sure akshay has aced many of them in his life oh my, um, God. Oh my gosh so no, these are all fun right that's great i'm glad those, you thought it was fun yeah we definitely have a uh, we've had some guests complain the entire way through <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. all right so yeah kelsey just to wrap things up here yes um what is, what is your takeaway? Like, what, what did you learn from oh, this time we spent? With I
1: mean, well, I'm uh, I will. I'm actually very, very intrigued by just, like, how Ultimate Frisbee has engaged multiple parts of, like, your life. And there's a lot of benefit that you got from it. And I always really like uh, when we do talk to people uh, on this podcast, when they do talk about things that they're really passionate about. So thank you, auction Um, Jason, how about you?
0: Yeah, I, I think like, first off, I I came into it feeling like I knew something about Ultimate Frisbee, but it turns out there's like, there's obviously a lot more to the game. So I just, I learned a lot about the game itself, right? The nuances about the strategy and how there's like plays and all all that was quite interesting. Um, but I think more importantly, I learned that Akshay was actually playing the sport at the highest level. Which is pretty cool, right? So not only is he operating at the highest level in terms of his like machine learning research, he also played at the highest level in a sport. So that's like double domination, which is yeah, which is amazing. And then I also learned that Kelsey is extremely insecure about his abilities with math. So um, <laughs> this has been a this has been a great couple hours for me.
1: Yeah, and it, it's like really quick. Just like you know how we all know that fifteen times three is forty-five, right? So, <laughs> much, much like, much like those numbers and calculating things quickly. You know, we're all very sharp. Yeah. And uh, and I guess aside from that fact, uh, Akshay, uh, what did you learn? I guess about yourself, about Pittsburgh, uh, Carl Carlton College, in
2: in I feel sprint? like these are all things that you learned. I out. know. I just <laughs> want to know if
1: you learned about me learning about all these things that you taught us.
2: Like, Well, I did learn. Um, I learned one thing, which is I can't understand why anyone would decide to open a hot dog truck. Oh, my goodness. In Berkeley.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just, like, have a new appreciation for how, like, unfathomable that uh-huh. decision is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
1: that's been Horses reinforced.
2: Just been just, yeah. And I also... I learned, I got like a taste, but I feel like I want to learn more about this, about like the high school jock dynamics, oh, is... because I feel like I had one perception, but maybe, you know, you ask 10 people and they will have 10 different opinions on like Ooh. who, are the real jocks and who That's aren't the right. real jocks. Mm. And, you know, the Kelsey answer... thinks the cross country people were the jocks. I was like, man, the water polo kids oh. were the jocks. Well, the, the, show, the
1: short answer is it was the CYS kids. The short answer is the
2: CYS kids. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure yeah. someone would say that. Like maybe <laughs> no, Jason they, Jason as a CYS kid is like, yeah. They were I the ones the be, like it was definitely me. Yeah. with like their instruments. Like they would
1: just like <laughs> beat people up with like trumpets and stuff, they just yeah, be like, yeah, wailing yeah. on people. Yeah. The woodwinds. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. yeah. So you know, I feel like I feel like we could do a, a deeper dive into that one at some I point. I would
1: love to do a like, deep dive on that one.
2: Yeah.
0: No, I, I think it could be that topic, it could be we could be talking about something else, but Akshay definitely you're you're more than welcome back on the podcast we, we yes. would love to have you come back again at some point Biggest. Has been, Biggest. yeah this, that sounds great it's been a ton one, of fun yes. <laughs> yeah all right so yeah i just want to thank you once again uh akshay for spending the time with us and you know thank you for being a friend and want to thank everybody listening uh we really do appreciate it wish everybody a great week
1: yeah thanks everybody Bye. bye this has been Jason and Kelsey Have Friends. Executive produced by Dora. Talent managed by
2: Kelly. Design and artwork by Hobby at madebyhobby.com. Theme song by Jason. Questions, comments? Send us an email
1: at jasonandkelsey@gmail.com at gmail.com or visit us at jasonandkelsey.com. If you haven't already, please rate and subscribe everywhere, multiple times.